Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going to discuss how to experience heartbreak. No, no, no. Question from a listener. Again, thank you guys for these animus at animusempire.com. If you have a question, this one is particularly interesting because I think it says a lot about culture and what we're going through right now regarding emotions, specifically how men view emotions. The question is, if you are well-balanced, if you are well-regulated, as we say here on this channel, emotionally, is it possible to experience heartbreak? I think this question comes from, maybe this is projection from when I was in my serious young man phase, which is important to go to to go through, but let's just keep it a phase, right? This phase that thinks that we can elevate ourselves, like Zarathustra coming down from the mountaintop, we can elevate ourselves, not be concerned by, by material things, like all, all you other plebes down there are concerned by. So if a girl breaks up with you, if a girl breaks your heart, it doesn't matter because you got your Epictetus readings and, and your Nietzsche readings and you are unfazed, you are so well-balanced emotionally. Is this even possible? Again, this is a, a fantasy. This is a fantasy that Stoicism tries to tell you, that, that the serious young man rationalizations try to tell you that you can remove yourself emotionally from women and from the world and be totally unaffected. Of course, this is impossible. And I think probably the more well-balanced you are, the more regulated you are, the more you experience the pain of a heartbreak or any other kind of emotional pain you go through, the more you experience probably, but hopefully you do it in the correct way. I mean, take a competitive athlete, for example. Let, let's take a, a pro basketball player. It's like asking, does, okay, he's been training all his life for this. You know, he's, he's a pro NBA player, right? He can probably has a very well-built knee, probably has a better joint composition than I have, for instance. Maybe he's thicker meniscus, whatever it happens to be that allows him to be a better basketball player. There's lots of things. Can he ever hurt his knee? Of course he can, and in fact, he's probably going to hurt his knee more often than I will because his knee is capable of more, if the analogy carries over, it's because his knee is capable of a more emotional engagement, that's what he's going to engage in. He's going to hurt it more, but what happens when he hurts it? How does he experience that pain? What happens when I hurt my knee? I go, oh, it's no big deal for six weeks until it gets really bad, then I go to the doctor, and now I'm limping the rest of my life. What does a, a professional athlete do if he hurts his knee, even a little bit, even if he thinks he hurts his knee? Well, he has a trainer there. He has a manager. He has a bunch of people that help him. He, go, he uh, gets an MRI as soon as it happens. Okay, it's not that big of a deal. It's just a pulled ligament. Here's some things that you can do to work on it. He, he becomes aware of the issue as soon as it happens. He's in tune with the issue as soon as it happens. And because of that, maybe you can say he experiences it more in the short term, but he, right, he can see it. He can see it for what it is. He knows how the knee functions. And if he doesn't, he has a trainer that helps him know how the knee functions so he can uh, direct his attention to it and overcome it as quickly as he possibly can, at least get back to plain shape. So if this analogy carries over, right, what do most of us do when we're emotionally tuned out, when we're not emotionally balanced, when we're emotionally dysregulated and we come to a challenging emotional situation? Now, if the emotional situation is so challenging that we can't avoid it, we kind of freak out and let's say a girl breaks up with her, right? We text her 30 times, you know, we send her letters, we want to get back together, you know, whatever, you know, we act out in very uh, unproductive Irrational ways, I would say, but also it has a rationality to itself. Right? That is an indication, even though texting a girl 30 times in a day, that we, we can say on the surface, that's irrational. That, that's an indication 
that is rational because it's an indication of, of what is going on in your psyche. The girl did not do that to you, right? You, she exposed something. She, she exposed an issue that was there. You do not get hurt because you planted funny on your knee. Planting funny on your knee exposes a problem that was usually there. Typically, I'm not an orthopedic surgeon, clearly, so I don't know. So you got to train the knee, right? You got to train your psychology. I mean, we I don't know how a basketball player does this. I mean, lots of ways. But again, not a surgeon, not a trainer. But you got to train your psychology like an NBA player trains his knee. You got to practice managing your, your emotions, taking responsibility. You know, in the context of a heartbreak, what would be the what would mean being in tune in that situation be it would mean you know really taking responsibility for it really seeing your part in it and even if the girl who broke your heart is crazy and she does have all these problems or like she does have a drug problem or a lying you know she's a pathological liar whatever complaints you can have about a, a girl and maybe those complaints are true you need to ask yourself well why would i pick somebody who's on drugs why would i pick somebody who's a pathological liar you know what is it about me that wouldn't allow that into my life so you just need to, to like a nba player trains his knee you got to train your psychology become ever more aware so even when things that maybe are seem outside of your control and you have nothing to do with you still got to practice taking responsibility for it like let's say you fail a test um yeah you're in college you fail a test but it, you know it's one of those <laughs> tests that uh it, that like it's a very difficult test and everybody in the class failed pretty much you know except for those few kids who always ruin the curve do they even have girds anymore? Probably not. Except for those few kids who don't count. Either the professor throws them out when he considers the curve because you know, they don't matter. Um, so even if everybody fails, you go, well, wh why did I fail this? Well, because I didn't understand the material. I was unclear about the material that was going to be te tested. I thought I was. Okay, so what I could have done is went and talked to the TA. Why didn't I do that? You know, what is it about me that didn't just want to go into the TA and clear up an issue for five or ten minutes? That's practice for when the girl breaks your heart, and it's going to happen. I mean, hopefully it happens. If it doesn't happen, then I think you've missed an important part of, of uh, emotional maturation. Or, you know, another uh, pretty popular, because it's going to happen to you, a pretty popular incident that's I know it's going to happen to you is a loved one dies. A family member dies, a grandmother, grandfather, uh, you know, mother, father. Now, of course, if they die, you know, that's, you're not to blame, of course. That's not your responsibility. But if you do feel discomfort, if, if you do feel excessive grief, grief about it, you know, you might be able to ask yourself, well, why am I feeling this grief? Oh, maybe I didn't connect with my dad when he was alive. That says something about me. And I know I'm saying to take responsibility here, and I know that's not going to help because there is an emotional process to taking responsibility. A lot of gurus out there, a lot of mindset training bros out there, guys on Twitter uh, who, I don't know, have like some kind of uh, physiology degree and they're personal trainers. I think they know something about psychology because they, they know something about uh, personal training. They'll tell you, oh, we'll just take responsibility when that that's true. But really taking responsibility is like at least a five or seven step process. We need to talk through our emotions in a certain way. We need to understand when we're not taking responsibility, how those emotions manifest in maladaptive behaviors, specifically what those maladaptive behaviors are. Um, we need to become aware of the entire process. Like we need to become aware of the entire knee. You know, let's say we have a ligament problem. We, well, we can't just be aware of the ligament problem in our knee. We, we gotta be aware of 
um, you know, m musculature and how maybe an imbalance in, in quad strength versus, versus hamstring strength would tend to cause some kind of ligament imbalance. We, we need to do the same thing with our psychology, but most people, I would say pretty much everybody, does not have this nuanced, definite understanding of emotions like we do here at Animus. We do free consultations, animusempire.com slash schedule. Thank you guys. And remember, uh, what do I want you to remember? Yeah, I really want you to remember to regulate your emotions so that when um, psychological pain, when psychological trauma does happen, you can truly feel it.